Welcome back to episode 59 of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. I am not alone today. I have a special person next to me who will be silent until the topic comes up. And we both have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So, we're almost to Friday. It feels like Friday, but it's only Thursday. Thank God there's only one hour left. And today was pretty interesting because at work, usually I don't talk about work, but uh, we had a pre-Halloween get-together Zoom call so people dressed up. And finally, should I say what I was for Halloween? She shrugs. I was Greta Thunberg. You know, that girl with the sign that came across on a boat to talk about climate change. That's who I was. So I had a yellow jacket, pigtails, a hat, and a sign. That I can't read it, so I'm not even going to try. But if you look her up. Skolstrek for Klamatek. Not bad, right? What 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 language is that? I think it's Swedish. Oh, it could be Swedish. But we don't know for sure. So don't hold us to that. Anyways, a lot of people somewhat dressed up. And it was an odd year because, you know, without being able to go fully outside or, you know, go places and really show off the costume, I didn't really want to use one of my better ideas. So that was chosen like a week ago and we, ooh, it was Swedish. It was. Okay. So we were right on that. So we were right on all of it. Um, so that was kind of a fun costume. Maybe I'll dress up tomorrow because it is the Friday before Halloween and I'll dress up on Halloween. So I'm going to get multiple uses out of this. And the person that I'm with right now, she has an awesome costume that she's been working really hard at. I'm not going to say who it is, but it is from Animal Crossing and it looks awesome. So she put in a ton of creativity and hard work into this. And I can't wait to see what it is. So hopefully Halloween gets here and no mishaps happen. I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, So let's get down to the soundtrack of the day for working out. Worked out a bit later. Like I said, work kind of ran a little late with that meeting, that Halloween meeting. So, starting off with 85 by Andy Grammer, then going from to Already Gone by Jenny Owen Youngs. I don't really know that song. Then Blurry by Puddle of Mud. That's an old one. Can't Get Enough by Rivers, R-I-V-V-R-S. That's how you spell it. Swim by Jack's Mannequin. That's a good song. I remember liking a lot of things from them, and they kind of slid off my radar for a little bit. California by O-A-R. Then You and I by Colony House, Twistin' and a Groovin' by Leon Bridges, 
Your Love is Loud by Sanctus Real. Now, when I was listening to this list, like, this was the one song where I was not feeling it, and I'm not really sure why it is, why it's a like song on my Spotify. So that might be chopped. It will stay in the playlist, but it might be chopped out of my like songs. Then we go to Forget Me Not by Marie, by Mariana Trench. And I, I think we were supposed to go see them, and then we decided not to, right? Remember that was that Boston show, and you were traveling, and we didn't get to see them. But they are a really cool band. They remind me of like Queen, with also a boy bandish kind of feel. But they know what they're doing. Like they have like unique kind of songs. It's not like the typical, uh, I guess, way of a song. I should say they have different like patterns of how their songs work i should say then speaking of boy bands it went to crawling back to you by backstreet boys then it goes to i've forgotten everything by phil collins my man and then weak by ajr given till there's nothing left by reliant k which i don't know why people like they're not as big anymore i i like them they're a good band and then ending it off with home by chris tomlin and that's just a nice song it's a good song um and let's get to the topic so there's only gonna be one topic today because it's been on my mind all day today and i told you i'm not watching disney movies until the end of halloween and i've been watching scary movies we've been watching scary movies up to halloween and we watched a really odd one yesterday and this has been on my mind all day today it's called the open house right and it's a netflix exclusive original Original. netflix original movie so all these streaming services are coming out with like all their exclusive content all their personal content and these when you watch them you could kind of just tell that they're just putting content out just to put out content i feel Oh, she speaks. Hi. Hello. <laughs> That's your radio voice? Your podcast voice? Um, yeah, this, this movie was bizarre. Because, okay, I think the comments are going to be all over the place because it is an unscripted show. I'm just going to speak what's on my mind and all the ideas are going to come out all random and shattered and with another person here, it's probably going to maybe even be more jumbled up than normal so we'll try to keep it nice but who knows but this movie is at least an hour and 20 minutes right at least maybe even an hour and a half maybe not more but it feels like a long movie and for the first hour at least it's almost like nothing happens because when you hit a certain point in the movie it completely does a 180 and it just goes into mayhem and it just doesn't connect i don't think at all i mean it's one picture to the next to the next to the next but character wise and story wise it's just weird right Mm -hmm. she's nodding I thought you were going to talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
so I don't really think it's a big deal if like we talk about spoilers here because I don't think this movie is going to be seen by a ton of people and don't be fooled by the trailer we were fooled by the trailer we thought that the trailer looked pretty good it was pretty compelling I thought it was anyways. Well, anyways, the trailer got us to watch it. And the characters are terrible. I mean, they're... So the story is, is that there's a family. Father, mother, son. The son wants to be an Olympian. The mother and... <laughs> I mean, it's all gonna sound so silly. It's all gonna sound so dumb. Okay, the, the kid is like a runner and he wants to be an Olympian. The father and mom both seem to be, I guess, um, supportive. However, they have their issues. And randomly, when the father and the son go out for a simple errand, the father gets killed. Which means that their family is kind of like up in arms. They They don't have enough money to stay in the house. So then they have to go... And stay at a family's house that's on the market to be sold. And it's in this isolated area. Of course, in these scary movies, it's always an isolated area. And that's where all the stuff starts to happen. I mean, besides the father dying. So um, they get to that house and they make it seem like the community and... The people around are the creepy things. Like, they keep throwing all these, like, weird things at us that technically never lead anywhere. They're just weird. Um, like that Martha character, the Chris character. Um, however, they have to get out of the house every time that there's an open house. So there was one open house to first weekend that they got there they have to leave people come in then they're able to come back and after the first one the guy defines the whole freaking storyline <laughs> yeah what does he say so it if it isn't bad enough that the movie just has so many loopholes they actually define what the movie is about the character actually says it like within that time frame where like Kind of nothing is really happening. Nothing important, really. The kid, which I think is Logan, which is really annoying because when I hear Logan, all I think about is Wolverine. That's his name. That's unfair. No, but name your kid something better. I have a friend named Logan. I know, but a character in a movie that's Logan? I'm just thinking, like, give me Wolverine. Um, But anyways, he's he's talking to, like, I don't know... I don't know who he's talking to at this point in the movie. The cops or his mom. And he goes, oh man, is, aren't open houses weird? It's like you give your keys to somebody and you just allow people to go into your house unchecked. You're not around, so they get to go just browsing through all your stuff. Like, what happens if some person just stays in the house? And literally, that is what the movie is about. But we don't need it. If the movie was better, we wouldn't need it explained point blank by a character. 
And then the house is like mad. This house is a good is a good setup for a scary movie, but it has all these weird things about it. Like the basement is kind of like catacombs. It has a hallway that's blocked by a bunch of debris. It they're just leading you around to all these things that might be interesting, but they literally go nowhere. They go nowhere. And should we just cut to when the when the craziness happens? Okay, so nothing happens except for like loud noises. Somebody calls their house and or or their phone and somebody is definitely in the house and is like moving some stuff around. And they're pretty much kind of figuring out like their weaknesses or like what their routines are. And but nothing happens until the last 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, this guy kills one of the community people that comes over to, like, act as a security blanket. He he gets killed. And when the kid is going, he's, like, looking at the car, sees a dead guy in the car. And somebody comes up behind him and smashes his head into the car pours cold water on him so that he's freezing and then he goes and lays with the mom lays with the mom right he lay he goes in bed with the mom without her knowing it's like sleeping next to her and then the mom wakes up and she wants to be a photographer like the photographer thing goes nowhere it i mean it's just like Let's put it in so that something could happen, kind of. She's checking out her photos, and she's realizing that photos are taking that she's not taking. And when she realizes that, the guy attacks her, ties her up to a chair, and this is where the brutality just comes into play. And I mean, we don't see this guy's face. Ever. All we do is see, like, the boots and the fists and all that. And this guy is pure over the top <sighs> horrendous Her, uh, I mean maybe the worst thing I've seen in a long time he he chokes her out ties her up to a chair then when she yells for her son he and I, this punch looked really powerful I mean it looked like it really hurt he like knocks her maybe not fully out but a punch happens then all of a sudden, he turns her around, or goes around, and is breaking her fingers one by one. And then he just stops and goes away. The son comes in and is with the mom. They kind of try to, they don't leave, but they try to figure out like where the guy is. They split, of course, which is the stupidest idea. Am I the only one talking? <laughs> I feel like I'm talking and ranting about this thing. Um, so the the kid is like freezing. He can't really walk normal. He's shaking. He's probably got hypothermia. He's holding a small knife. He's walking around. Then the mom is yelling for him again. Because, of course, they split up, which is stupid. And... The yells lead him down into the catacomb basement. 
where the kid is like holding a knife in front of him, shaking. So like, it's not even like a surprise. He's being loud. It's not like he's sneaking up on the guy. He turns and the guy shoves the mom towards the son. The knife goes into her. So basically she dies. Because of the night. What? In her gut. In her gut. I thought you said butt. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, yeah, no. So, you know, that devastates. You know, the kid is already traumatized because the dad died. And then, basically, the guy pushes the mom onto the knife. And now he's probably, like, traumatized. And then... And then he sees the guy, which... The mom says, run. Oh, that's who says run. No, that's the first time. Who says run? So, as she's dying, she says, run. Like, run, you're gonna die. Oh. See, I thought when you said someone said run, I thought you said the guy did. He did. We haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, so both of them say run. Well, she's like, run for your life. Okay, so... When she lands on the knife, the kid kind of sees a guy behind her, but they keep it kind of blurred, so we, the viewer, never see the guy's face. We never see it, right? I don't think so. Not once. But we know that he's there, and the kid scrambles up the, up the stairs and is about to leave the house, and then the guy grabs him back into the house, throws him on the ground... And then gets on top of him, and it seems like it's gonna get like really brutal, like he's gonna like gouge out his eyeballs or something. But he goes and takes out his contacts. This is he knows he can't see. Yeah, so you know how we are. I was talking about how the guy was studying how they lived, and of course he used the photographs against like the mom. He used placements of the phone to kind of get them combative playing around ripping or throwing away some of their photos and then he also knew that the kid was basically blind without his contacts so he takes out the contacts is this where he says run now run can you say it again now run (laughs) yeah he takes out the contacts then says as my co-host today says Run. Now run. Now run. He runs out of the... He he runs outside, and you know, it's freaking cold. He has the... He's... Yeah, he's blind. He's cold. He's running through an area that he has no idea, uh, you know, is familiar with. He runs and runs and runs. He finally comes across one of the old community members that's like... he can't see, so he doesn't know who it is. Yeah, I don't know if they're pick- if this is picking you up because you're talking low. Well, you're supposed to repeat what I said. Say it. <laughs> you being a co-host, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So he comes across somebody. He doesn't know who it is, so he hides away. And it's this woman that. Uh, we just dropped something. Uh, that was you this time. I spilled milk today, earlier, and she spilled a Powerade today. 
I think I and she just spilled the Powerade like right now. So we're doing good with the rugs today. We're doing really good with the rugs. Uh, so where was I? Oh yeah, they see this is this is the annoying part. They keep saying like, "Ooh, the community is so like mysterious," and you know it's something about the community and just around here uh, and probably down this wood thing. Uh, they keep building it up like this woman is a big part of the story. And she's really nothing. She's harmless. She's nothing. She's got all Alzheimer's. 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 Uh, am I saying it wrong? You're saying old Alzheimer's. It's a disease. Oh, okay. Alzheimer's. Okay, she said it. So, she has that condition, so... We don't really know exactly. She seems important, but she's not important. So the kid hides from her, even though she probably could have helped in that one instance. And after she's off screen, he starts to run again and is pretty far away. And he takes a drink from a a stream and then he falls asleep. And then he wakes up and guess who's there? It's... Uh, it's like a pair of feet is right by his head and he turns around or is looking up and he's like oh my god like no 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 or like backing up and it's the it's the killer like how on earth did the killer catch up to him how like I don't know what is going on and then the next scene the kid is basically choked out like he's dead so basically all the main characters are dead. Oh, you know who lived? Martha. Martha, the old person with the... Uh, old <laughs> Yeah. So, it, and then it concludes, it concludes on a car driving down a road in a sign pointing to another open house. So sequel bait, like, it, it amazes me. It amazes me because it's like, why do they focus on setting up a sequel when they can't even get the first movie right? It, it's very annoying. It's, and it, it's, it's even more annoying because the last 20 minutes were, I don't know if they were compelling because the, 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 hour beforehand was kind of non-eventful or if it was actually really captivating and I think the thing that really grabbed me was that the killer was actually very unrelenting and he seemed to be like a smart person like he went in there he's studying them he knows their flaws. He knows what's going on. He knows the interior. He knows the outerior. Or exterior. <laughs> he knows the exterior. And instead of building on that, they build around all this extra stuff that doesn't matter. And then they rush the ending. I, I, I mean, I don't even know... I definitely don't like this movie, but like that ending is gonna stick with me forever. 
with the guy breaking her fingers, shoving her into the knife, taking out his contacts, like, oh man, it, I mean, it just seemed like over the top brutal from what the original like tone of the movie was. It it really was such a ratchet up. It was like, let's turn this dial all the way off the freaking. Uh, off the, off the wall or something like just rip the dial off the wall and let's just go into like a totally new movie uh i will say this movie reminded me a lot of when a stranger calls because when that movie came out and i was i remember it because i was watching with friends and i think no i'm not gonna say when i when i saw it like during what time of my life because that will give away my age and i'm not going to do that but i was watching it with friends and someone in the middle of the movie said, wouldn't it be funny if it's a stranger? And all of us were like, no, they can't do that. They can't do that. And what do you know? In that movie, it's literally a person that you don't see. You don't know the name. Or you see the person, but you don't know their name. You don't know their identity. You don't know their motives. You don't know anything. So it kind of takes away from uh you know you need characterization to feel for the characters involved and this movie reminded me a lot of that and it's pissing me off because the idea of an open house i mean you don't need that kid explaining it to you first of all but the idea of that like somebody being left over at a open house and then that person is kind of terrorizing you from within. That is a cool concept. But then they screw it up by having all these stupid things. Like, why does the kid... Like, the running part of the kid didn't even come into play. They keep going on that he wants to be an Olympian. When did the running come into play? Never. She's not saying anything more. Maybe I ranted too much. But if you're going to talk about, like, if you're going to have a main focus on, say, becoming an Olympian in running, like, why doesn't that, why doesn't that come into play when he's against the bad guy? He does. He says, now run. Yeah, which... No, and that's smart that the guy, like, put some cold water on him and made him freeze, but what about beforehand? There should have been something that actually made that actual useful. And then if you're just going to kill the kid off, it's like, okay, well, becoming an Olympian is not going to happen. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was very, uh, very silly but memorable. And I don't know if that's a good thing. It it has a moment or two that are gonna like torment me for a long time. And uh and I like I really don't know if that makes for a good movie or not. I think it I think a movie that I think a movie needs to have 
a lot more things than what this movie has. Like, a few good moments is not good enough. You need the story, you need characters that you like, and you need to know where the story... You need to know where it's going. I feel like they didn't know where the beginning and where the end was going to go. And they're just... Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Okay, before I sign off... I mentioned yesterday that it's kind of like Scooby-Doo. It's, you know, when you watch Scooby-Doo, they, it's almost mandatory that they have to have, like, one, two, or, like, three extra characters from the community that come into play, that come into screen, just so that there's a random factor or, like, a question mark as to who the murderer is or who the person or who the ghost is, really. And it's... Like, this movie followed that to a T instead of focusing on what is really important. Like, they could have built on the story, they could have built on the characters they had, and it would have been much better. But instead, you know, let's throw in Martha, let's throw in Chris, let's throw in this guy that fixed the the water heater, and they don't do anything else. They don't do anything else, and... uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll probably be talking about this movie a lot. Maybe not on here, but what? What's your face? Why are you gonna dedicate more time to that movie? No, I'm not gonna dedicate more time onto the show about the movie. But it's gonna be one of those, like. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I know you don't want to hear about it, but see, this is gonna be terrible because no one's gonna get. No one is gonna want to hear about this crap. And it's going to be on my mind just because of how absurd it is. And there's part of me that wants to talk and analyze this thing to death. And I I don't even know if it's worth it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it is. But if you want to go check it out, I'm done ranting about it. Hopefully, I won't be ranting on it on additional episodes. But it is called The Open House from netflix if you dare check it out if you want to see the good stuff fast forward to the last 20 minutes and you'll save yourself an hour in your life and this has been episode thank god enough of lay votp